Beginning of Act Two. You all awaken to the familiar as the two bubbles pop. Yep. Uh, the light shining in this time, very, very minimal, partially because you're sick and tired of light shining in, so you really get those things fucking close, and it's a bit overcast to, to today. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, just that like early morning slight fog, there is a lot of water ar- ar- around the city, after, after all, and, and canals on the um, on the low, <coughs> common to have fog. But on the second plateau up that you, you guys are, um, not so much. But it's a bit overcast. Um, nothing too bad, though. A few plink, plink, plinks of drops very, very slowly. Um, and it seems to be already clearing up more as the morning goes on. For the sake of um, brevity here, you guys can get up, get yourselves um, ready, get some food, take a, take a few shots before, <laughs> before you go. Presumably, um, I just want to know what you guys are, are wearing and what you have attuned for no nefarious reasons, just That's for some bullshit, utility Josh. purposes. Mm-hmm. I will have my lyre bow, my necklace, of course, mm-hmm. and... Your necklace of mind shielding? That one? Yes, yes, yep. And then my last thing will be the wand of dominate person. Dominate person. Okay. Um, and then I'm wearing my black getup. Sword, whip, and uh, I gotta go with fancy following ring. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. We're in the Cord City. Buzz Lightyear, right? Yep. Yeah. Follow style. Jump high. Staff stone necklace. Staff stone necklace. Why change? It ain't broken. That's good. I mean, good I stuff. I don't even have to ask which staff anymore. Mm-hmm. The staff. <laughs> the staff. Mm-hmm. Weird looking people. Okay. Not anymore. Looks like a treat. Not rich. It's our you mm-hmm. all gather your, yourselves, your belongings, but mm-hmm. bless you. Take some some powdered soap that you that you picked up and rub, and rub it on the spots that need it. A little bit of a uh, dry shower for, for for some of you soaking, if you wish. <coughs> you spend a couple hours getting get, getting ready. Get some food in you, and you can make your way to the palace. Almost anybody has anything they want to do or say prior to this. You got the ring? I do, yes. Alright. Yes, yes, yes. I'm pulling it out now. Take the ring in my hand. How long does it take to guys that? Gala one to Peter O'Heine. Mm-hmm. How much are we expecting a attack and sh- shit today? I mean, you mean in terms of one being expecting attack and six? No, being one being it's gonna be super peaceful and a Peter O'Heine being Oh shit, this peaceful situation has now almost killed all of us. I'm hoping for like a... You would think that the summit would be that, but you chose Peter O'Heine. Mm-hmm. We survived the summit just fine. <laughs> a lot of other blokes might have died, but we did just fine. I'm hoping for like a four at most. Okay. We'll see. I am prepared for a Peter O'Heine. You are? Okay. I think you have to be prepared for a... You always have to be prepared for the Heine. That's true. And you'll get you. Mm-hmm. Well, what level is the fifth? 
Okay, so you need all of them. Ring. Perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I like how our bonuses are the same. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, this is very much a kill first, ask questions later in Annie's mind. So, in my mind. I'm not necessarily kitted out for complete murder, but I've got some, I hope. Okay, so it's a typical day. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, a lot of mine is subterfuge. Maybe I should change that up. Do it! This always fucks me! Plus, you spend like an hour and a half mm -hmm. doing your spells every, every day. I spend like five minutes here like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean like... Did you pick Fireball? I don't, I don't have fireball, I have firestorm. Ooh, I like that. But that's the funny thing about, we, wait, we always skip mm -hmm. it, it's part of just the morning stuff, but like like druids and all those mm -hmm. prepared casters have to like concentrate like one mm. minute per, per spell, spell level or something like that. Yeah. Per spell? Yeah. So he's over there like meditating and you're like, dude, you're a shitty spellcaster, just get, let's get going! Let's get going! I know what we're gonna do with that time while we wait, for while he casts all the spells. Mm -hmm. Get the bowl. Yep. We're gonna see what special blood you got. Hold him down! <laughs> I say we do it at night before a rest because it does. Sting a little. It stings a little, the bowl, to bleed into it. What do you want it for today? Oh, uh, yeah, I figured if there's any cool effects. Well, then we would have held him down last night. We would have done. Well, did we see the effects last that long? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. We did it last night. <laughs> because you would have no. thought that you wanted to do in the morning, and I would have let you know. Yes. But every time I do it, I'm really tired until I get to sleep again. Gotcha. I like to imagine that Norway goes to bed, and then Annie just slides the bowl <laughs> under the bed, and Earth just goes to bed. Hey, buddy, you're awake. Okay, so you're going to, to bleed into the bowl? I guess so. Yep. Okay. As of last night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yay, me. <laughs> uh, what, is it, what does it say? What Would do you, you like to, a drink? To do? The shallow ceramic drinking bowl is enchanted to repurpose spilled blood into new life. The bowl holds up to eight ounces of blood. Mm -hmm. Once spilled, the blood begins to slowly swirl. And if it's left to sit one hour without spilling, the blood in the bowl becomes a gruesome tonic that pulses a faint glow. Mm -hmm. Drinking the entire bowl of still blood from it causes you to regain hit points. Mm. Roll a d20. On a one, you get necrotic, 20 necrotic damage. You immediately die if that, re if that brings you to zero. Oh shit. On a roll greater than a one, you regain that number of hit points instead. Blood is thick and sweet, but leaves a bitter aftertaste that lasts an equal number of days. Hmm. The blood's magic fades if it's poured from the bowl without being drunk. Once the bowl has been used in this way, it can't be used until the next dusk. There are hints that this ancient file has other abilities and purposes related to the blood it gathers, but these secrets are hidden seven. in the You just get, like, the whitest like palest complexion. <laughs> you can't see in the dark. <laughs> you can't see in the dark. My dark vision's gone! <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you lose dark vision. That's... Mm -hmm. Okay. But you can blend into a crowd. <laughs> you feel slightly smarter. <laughs> Grow a little bit. Like when the hobbits drink the water. So how much blood do you want to put put into it? How much damage, self-damage, do you want to take? I'll do whatever Annie says. <laughs> Eight. 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 E
Hunsa's. Take eight points of damage. Oh. <laughs> I take eight points of damage. Mm-hmm. You gain three because you rolled a seven, but you take you gain half that if that even matters for your HP right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, roll a d6. Mm. Three. Humans, right down the middle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nothing happens. Ah! <laughs> gotta find out, I guess. Well, maybe it's just your blood. Norwin's just human blood. Yeah. Well, we tried. You go to bed that night. Experimenting. And you wake <laughs> up the next day. Mm-hmm. Urfail. Oh boy. You are five and a half feet tall. What? <laughs> <laughs> no mechanical changes whatsoever. But you are five and a half feet tall. You are about as tall as Norwin. I come out. Yeah. Well, damn. You what shrink? The fuck? <laughs> Your horns. <laughs> big back ride. Mm, I sure. Super big back rides. Uh, I'll be back with the bowl. <laughs> I'm going to be the tallest dwarf ever! As I get her a piggyback ride out of the bedroom. That's how we start the day. <laughs> so just remember, for this day, Urfile is five and a half feet tall. Mm-hmm. Just going to really fuck up the crown a little bit. <laughs> put that in your head, head cannon day. You're the same weight, though. So you sort of have grown, but you're like, your body sort of... It's like your muscle mass is redistributed in a sense. You're mm-hmm. a bit more live, but you still have all that same strength. Mm-hmm. Almost bit, a, it looks a, almost a bit goofy. It's a little bit like, goofy. It's definitely not a. I'm thinking more swab. more gorilla esque like, yeah. than mm-hmm. like yeah. It's like the not Armstrong bed hand. You look like like Doctor Eggman. You have these like weird, these weird big sneakers too. You know, yeah, you can't, you, 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 you can't explain it. Okay, so you taller and and you two fly to the the palace. Um, again, for the, for the sake of time here, you are allowed allowed in. They are fully expecting you. Um, there is some food. Um, though many people are looking at you like, is that this tall? No. <laughs> One moment, I'm sorry. And they will do a thorough <laughs> pat down on you, magical and otherwise. They'll pat the top. They fully pat you d- d- down. Yep. Fight. Go ahead. Check all five and a half feet. That's right. You're at five and a half feet. <laughs> it's bad the other thing's still only four inches. <sighs> hey. <laughs> That's like Sane's tail right now, man. <clears throat> um... Yeah, so they let you you through. You eventually do a- enter in where um, breakfast is is forgotten, and Daniel and Elspeth and Eklund and others are there talking. And as you guys walk in, there's a bit of like that double take of, of like you know, oh, there you are, and then all heads <laughs> turn toward you. Morning. Elspeth says. <laughs> I appreciate that you put on your finest stilts for the occasion. Nah, this is just how I woke up this morning. Yeah, after you drink Norman's blood. Back, <laughs> <laughs> it's everybody! Vampire! <laughs> Magic. No, no, no. From a bowl. 
Totally normal. You explain. They <laughs> calm it's down. Weird. Hey, Heckler, um, remember when... <laughs> um, chit-chats are, are had. You can have second Not breakfast if, if you want. You. It's mostly cold um, at this point in time. It's mostly talking and plans and protection. Um, but without too much ado, you will uh, be making your ways to the... Pavilion uh, of the host. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I put the magic in the ring. Did the ring yes. go? But, but the, I mean, magic in the ring. She attunes it. Mm-hmm. She asks you exactly how it works, and several people are listening because they mm-hmm. all are there to be there to protect her mm-hmm. as well, well as her six pounds yeah. guard that will be right alongside her. Twenty feet around her, all hedges out, all non, all, all things that live basically. Yep. Undead constructs can. Come which in. which would include all of them. Yes, it would include all of them as yeah. well. Does it push people away if it's used? Actually, it's fine. It's, it'll be yeah. more, more, more fun if we figure it out in the time. That's basically what happens, yeah. Uh, okay. I think. It's kind of vague, so it's kind of up to your it, it is. It is vague. Like, people can't come <clears throat> in, but you can walk into their space, and then it, and then it, it pops. If it, pretty... if it forces them to come, yeah. like, if you're wanting them up against a wall. Which I think is to prevent you from crushing somebody against a wall with it. Okay. So. So. You all will fly via your various means. Of course, the... The royals here have their own royal carpet, the biggest variety, the purples, the, the blues, the silvers, and, and, and gold, the tassels hang, hanging from it, and riding through people uh, as others are on um, um, Griffinback, um, Elkis, and, and, and Javesque are, are there indeed um, on uh, Griffin flying around. You have quite the entourage as you ultimately head your way to the Pavilion of the Host. Called the, pav- the Pavilion of the Host, not for the enclosed structure itself, but more for the, well, giant stone and marble pavilion. A pavilion is like what you see at parks, right? Those big, mm-hmm. open and closed things. The, pav- the Pavilion of the Host really refers to the, like, up, this, up these stairs, on these large stairs and whatnot, you reach this area where there's these giant marble columns and steepled top where there's shrines to, to all of the hosts. The intent being that anyone, anyone can come to the pavilion of the host and pay their respects and pray <clears throat> and, and, and whatnot. Now the building itself is a bit more reserved. That's obviously where the, 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 the aspects reside. It's where holy warriors, um, the paladins and clerics are, are trained. Education happens there. There's sort of a barracks for them. Obviously, there's a vault down beneath something, all that stuff. But from your understanding here, the actual ceremony will be taking place inside the structure where there's more of a private um, a domain of sorts. With that said, as you are all flying through, you can already see them amassing. The number of common folk that are already uh, sort of, of, of gathered is significant, with more coming all the time. And the sound of them talking is, is just enough to consume the general base overall. It actually reminds you more of anything else, sort of, of a worse off island. 
where the Hysteria uh, um, Lady was, the dome of the, the Hysteria Lady. Here you just see all these people that have came to the middle, um, because indeed the Pavilion of the Host is not on the tippy top. It is on the same um, level as the, the palace, at least the, the same height, but its own separate plateau, if you will. So it's easier for common folk to reach there, as it should be. It's there for those of the city, mm -hmm. those from all love levels, all walks of life. And you already see that the massive st um, stairs of which the center portions have been cut out into those more normal size ones, as I've expressed before, um, are just full of people. Thousands of people. Many of them wearing fine enough clothing, perhaps the more mercantile class. Some of them were just wearing leather aprons, heavy boots and, and, and gloves, leather workers, perhaps, perhaps blacksmiths. Many, many of them, though, wearing rags, cloths that they have found, shirts with holes in them, pants that are held up simply by hemp and rope that is tied. You do at the base of the stairs see several pop-up tents um, and stations set up for the likes of exactly as you guys recommended, else best folks are handing out under the name of their crown, the, the Valdemar Crest, the sign of Sermenea, um, all saying pleasantries to these folk, many of which are ignoring them or even spitting as they walk past. Mm -hmm. But maybe one out of every 10 or, or dozen or so do come up and accept. Maybe because they don't have enough to, ref to refuse even these small offerings. The food is going quite quickly. The mm -hmm. items, the cutlery, the pots, the, the pans, the bowls, the, the, the cups and whatnot are going m more slowly and clothing uh, Right in be between those two. But as you are all landing, the whole entourage it is impossible to ignore the number of eyes that are all turning to see this royal entourage arrive. Daniel in the, the, the lead, nodding to people in his full plate armor. His hair and face gussied up a bit to look more the more the part, but you can see it's it's literally um, makeup, you know, like uh, expertly applied. That sort of of hiding those bags under his eyes. His hair combed well for his station. That man is as handsome as Daniel's said to be. Mm -hmm. Elspeth is wearing her beautiful white dress, not unlike what you traveled the way with her wearing, but even more resplendent, perhaps, as it rolls out behind her, her hands in sort of a muff of, of sorts. A bit garish, is it the right or wrong thing to wear as you're walking through thousands, perhaps already 10,000 or so people. But ultimately those who will be there for the coronation itself will be the nobles and such. She Ascends, I would like to know what you three are doing. She has um, six crowns on guard, three on each side that are flanking her, 
quite closely and making sure they all have pole arms that are sort of held out as you're going up the stairs so they sort of like line up like like um, rails almost prevent anybody from coming too close. Um, Vaniel is in the, the lead. Avalok is just be, be behind her. Eklund, as always, it is at her side. Where would you three be in this retinue? I'd be slightly behind and to the right. You are essentially then flanking her the same way that Mecklen is on her left, but you are on her right. And Avalok would be right behind both of you, sort of a diamond shape there. Mm -hmm. I would be at the end of the company where you can keep an eye on everybody. Okay, at the end of the company. So you are behind um, the weapons master, the lord... Lord Marshal and the General and the other retinue of, of guards that are there. You'll be behind all of them, keeping an eye on folk behind, to and fro. Mm-hmm. Norman? I might perhaps then to spread us out, be near Avalok, if that is permissible. Absolutely. <laughs> you have all discussed this in advance, mm-hmm. so absolutely permissible. And I would have sent Sticky about 40 feet up, invisible, to for any, like... Mm-hmm. People with bows and arrows and that type of stuff. Okay. As you walk through this people, a corridor, these steps, and even specifically those larger steps that people don't often frequent, Mm -hmm. um, are now just become standing and sitting spaces for these Mm -hmm. folk. You imagine that many of them will probably crush into the um, stairs once this retinue has gone. The guards that were already here already made up. A path. There's, believe it or not, there's some cheers. There's some applause. There's some bowing. There's some offerings. Flowers tossed and such. For every one of those, there's spit. There's vitriol. There's hissing. This overlaying. Fuck the Voldemars! Comes out as people turn. The the guards. Vaniel just keeps his way and nods at them. And Elspeth says, keep it calm. Keep it calm, she says. And Eklund says, he just looks at you. He doesn't say anything. He just looks at you. Nods. It is a relatively long stairway up. Not as long as to the palace, though. As you make your way, you see these people. Many of them with outright weapons would not be allowed at this point. You catch the glint of a rusty knife or something here and there, something from kitchens, their own kitchens perhaps, but infrequent. You do see wooden clubs, though. You see table legs. You see canes. Older men cleaning up on them, looking at you. As you make your way up, you see others with um, leather um, um, malls, just those like a, a wooden bulb handle and a steel spike that comes mm-hmm. up to punch hole through through. Um, through leather. You see some of them picking their teeth with those. 
the weapons of the con, of a con man, perhaps. None have crossbows. None have outright weapons, pole arms, swords, and such. As you're reaching up near the top step, you still have not seen Plumber Dirge whatsoever. But you do when you at, at the very top, above the, the very the, the 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 landing, the pavilion proper. You see a line of city watch, different than Crown's Guard. Crown's Guard are the Crown's Guard in the mm-hmm. palace and, and whatnot. Um, city watch are the people that they're much, much more numerous around there. You see a line of city watch up there, <coughs> each with sword at their side, knife right here, and polearm, a glaive, beautiful curved glaive right there. As you crest the top and level out within the pavilion, you see the grand um, doors to the, the structure, the beautiful statues, the shrines to eat. It's so large here that you could easily, you can see why they don't need an individual, though the city's ripe with churches. There's like eight mm-hmm. churches of fucking Orion. There's like 17 of, of you know, Boldre, big, small, in between, all over the place. Mm-hmm. But here is not so much for, for worship, it's more of a Mecca thing. People will come pay their respects in front of a, a shrine to, to, to one or, or, or all and then make their way. Mm-hmm. But there are other grand doors to the big stone windowed structure itself. As beautiful as it is, as old as it is, reminding you in some ways of the palace, though smaller, much, much mm-hmm. smaller. And you see a line of city watch, a half circle around that whole pavilion itself, each of them with heavy crossbows. Every single member of the city watch here in full plate plate armor, in fact. So you have the dozen or so up front, and you have another 40, 50 or so around. And amongst them, they are interspersed those with swords or halberds and such as well. The city watches here in earnest. You also see a couple of holy warriors, paladins, and clerics and such are standing guard. Standing watch, perhaps, is the better phrase. There's also six crowns guard that are in front of the grand doors. And they, as you as you all come forth, I should say that the doors are indeed open right now. And as you guys are walking up, you see before you trailing figures of um, stepping with within to the grand foyer. You do see the the trailing trains, dresses, figures, the clicking of high heeled boots that the that the noble men are wearing as they step with them. You all, you all follow suit, presumably. Do all three of you want to go within? Do any of you want to stay out? I would go in. I think I would too. I would want to check the door, for, like area, for any magical symbols that would trap. Throne, like the throne room. Yeah, like, that's I understand. What I'm, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Does that make sense? Make a uh, investigation check for a terror. It's seven. Seven. You don't see anything here, and you, um, as you're sort of trailing back, looking 
to do me. One of the crowns of guard there that were oh, that were letting you incest. But you see. Respectfully. Just looking for any sign of magical traps or the others. Before we all enter inside. This whole space has been carefully, carefully, thoroughly checked magically and otherwise. Madani's, that elven fellow before you, our own holy warriors. But keep your eyes peeled. You're not wrong to look. Never be too careful. No. Gets you a nod, a curt nod. And I will hang in, I will go inside, but I will also just kind of hang out by the door. Okay. After you, it seems like your timing was planned that mm-hmm. she would be the last <clears throat> to uh, arrive. Probably for security's sake, which is not just dicking around for an hour while everybody else comes. Let them mingle, have her be the last to enter. Mm -hmm. So as you step within, the doors are then closed. And there's a figure wearing wearing robes that comes up, puts his hand up and chants something on the wall, or on the um, door, putting his fingers right alongside where the seam is, and you see a blue symbol, not unlike what you've seen several times before. A magical ward to make this door even more difficult to open, though you can hardly imagine how someone could brute force their way in, considering that once they close it, guards are throwing in those large metal like, um, well, la- um, locks. What am I trying to say? Like the boards? Yeah, the, I, yeah I guess, we know it's the, the boards, like the but they're metal sort of thing, so it takes like 10 of them to come up and. Slide down. You imagine there's usually a wooden ones that would be more. In fact, you even see them there um, that are much easier to do, but they're throwing a big metal, like uh, basically a giant iron bar there. Enter within. You are also paranoid. I wonder why, Josh. I, I, I understand why. I also don't know why I can't be mentally linked with my compadres at this moment, but sorry, I didn't have time to get an egg. That's all right. I could, I could, I probably would have linked at least you two with Sticky and um, and you, and maybe like some of the other people like Eklund and Elspeth or whoever wants to be part of that. Who do you want to, to? Who do you want to to, to be linked? The major um, entourage. The major entourage. Icar or um, Strychnine. Strychnine. And you. And mm-hmm. nothing for you. Nothing for me. Okay, got it. Yep. And then the major entourage. Yeah, the mm-hmm. major entourage. Okay. As you enter here to the sanctuary of Dol Ara, you do see that it is essentially a graveyard. Of sorts, going back further than than this, expanding out. The map is just a I'm calling it a map. There's no grid lines, so you can all mm-hmm. calm the fuck, fuck down. It's just, it just a sweet ass visual. That's all. You made us fight without one, it. two, three. It's <laughs> still in the distance. Uh, yes, um, as they are all mostly now in the way back, and you see that these are indeed gravestones here in grass and soft mm-hmm. earth, and you see that. Many, many nobles and counselors and whatnot, hundred, 
are way back here off, off the map at this point in time. Close enough that they can see and interact, perhaps, but these are not seats. And there's only so much that can be here. You do see a line of individuals up on the front, though. Six on this side, and five on this side here. As you are all in the, the, in the back, as the, and there is a secondary door to the sanctuary itself, that once the door opens, the, the guards are open up, you see just a blanket of grayish fog. And for a moment, your minds are all triggered right back to mm -hmm. only three days prior. Very similar to what you was down in the basement, if you will. Mm -hmm. The eye eternal. But you step through. And you immediately kind of feel space almost constrict upon you. But that similar sort of feeling you had when the spell had affected there. But much like then, it will not prevent physically to entering or not. Mm-hmm. You step with them, people see, and they, they turn, and they, many of them bow, many of them clap. This is a casual mingling thing. There's no food here, there's no cocktail tables, but there are fold-out chairs, almost like a <coughs> outdoor wedding mm -hmm. sort of thing in the back here. Perhaps not as, as resplendent as these folk would expect, usually, but considering it is Elspeth's corn. Nation, she gets to choose how it is. Mm -hmm. So simpler chairs her way. Up at the front, though, your eyes cannot help but be drawn to this great grand statue here around these fountains that, that come down. <coughs> statue of a figure that you can only presume is Dol Ara mm -hmm. in one of the many... Whatever the the artiste decided to take liberty with that mm -hmm. day, it seems. But a beautiful, beautiful statue that literally seems to shine. But you realize it's not shining. It is the light streaming in from windows above that's being ref reflected and shining upon this that's allowing her to glitter. Mm -hmm. She is, after all, the sovereign of sun. And sacrifice it wouldn't be a very great sanctuary if it did not allow natural sunlight within. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, th though difficult to see from your current vantage point, would be another set of doors here that are currently closed. People stand, people chat, and Elspeth does her nods and whatnot and then begins to walk up. And you know from your previous conversation, this is not a. This is not the processional. This is not the moment here. She will be up here. Words will be be said. She will mm -hmm. be an, an, anointed and whatnot um, by the the um, new aspect of the soul. Kevlar, mm. whatever, whatever. Yes, look at Tezrian Arenas. There you go. You the six figures on this side and the five on this side, as you may. Does anybody have a guess at who, who those individuals would be? The Art. matriarch and patriarch of the dragon mark. Indeed. Mm -hmm. The arcs. You are all in, invited up and are invited to stand <coughs> amongst them, mm -hmm. however you choose. Avlok, for example, will step this way. 
um, manual will, will step this way. So this is an area where those of supreme importance are more than allowed to stand. Her guess and the dragon marks naturally would have a standing in invitation to that. Mm-hmm. No house <clears throat> Orion? No house Orion, precisely. Mm-hmm. There are... Um, I, I went through who was invited. Um, Eklund will whisper to, 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 to you before you possibly separate uh, um, his 11 houses did have not sent, sent any delegates. Dirge is not here. Hmm. Time to meet the new Matrix and Patriarchs. Well, damn. They're all faces that you will recognize. Mm-hmm. The ex-Vidalis mm-hmm. um, patriarch has retaken the mantle. Ortho style. Or third style. Vidalis? Yes. Baron Gotebek Vidalis. Baron Koristan Thrashk, Feldra's father. Happy mm-hmm. that House Thrash is finally in Thrashk name proper. As it should be all along. Lady Alexis Decaneth. The only one, now that her father and brother both fell during the summit. Vincent having his chest literally obliterated by that drowned woman. That's right. Lord, now... I don't have their proper titles, and I don't think it matters really right now, but Quentin Lerandar, brother of Esravash, the one who made the sale of the Sensei Sapphire Pharmacy. Can't believe you got in. A younger woman that you've only met once uh, once yep. before that came to bring her drunken great-grandfather out of the Tangala. Apparently, by far the youngest. Well, actually, that's not true because she's a half half. Like, she looks the youngest, but she very well may be older than Elkris. Um, Lady Clarabelle Galanda. Onto some more re- recognizable figures. There is indeed Marquis of Nirman de Civis mm-hmm. and Countess Uvara de Jarasco. So many athletes. <laughs> no, he's in them. Catholic. Just a hairy halfling. Here's Elspeth with her blue eyes, which is totally because of Stephen <laughs> Pervert. Hair <laughs> 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 blue eyes. That's fair. Uh, we have. I'm missing one apparently. That's a shame. Nope. Yeah, Fairland. Right yeah. Papa Fairland right there, and Marquis Brevin de Deneth right there. Mm-hmm. I am missing Corbin. With my luck, it's probably you. I'm sure it's probably on the back. Oh yeah, if you want to check the back of one of our yeah, Kormar de Kundarak should be. Not that. Not that. Not that. Not that. Not that. Not that. I must have simply lost that one entirely. You're also missing the bounty. 
Medani. Yes, um, Elkris, I don't know if I gave him to you or if I simply... Uh, but we know. You yeah. had him up last time. I know. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he was just down here. I got too much shit, too many pictures. Um, um, yes, but you know who you know the he looks other like. two are. Kormar Dekundrak. De- De- That's um, the same guy as we met at the gala? Yep, he was um, gambling with, with Lirman De Civis. He That's is right. master of the, the banks. He was patriarch before mm-hmm. his son... Um, Korakandrak, so mm-hmm. he is is here as as well, as well as Elkris is here. Is he Dermadani? He is. Or well, you can say Dermadani if you want to. Dermadani. These would be the eleven individuals that are are before you. Exactly as you said, no showing from house or or him. Alcris would see you walking up. Winks and smirks. Still does not lose that cocky arrogance that he has. <laughs> he, like, <coughs> that he, he does one of these. <laughs> Gesturing. Just does that. And I will go stand next to him. Okay. There's a brief bit of chatter and and whatnot, perhaps, as Brevin will see, well, will see you and nod. Ulara sees you, purses her lips. Seems that words could be had here, but there's, everyone's eyes are peeled for any sort of fuddy-duddy. Does not appear to be the normal countenance that a coronation would have, though based on the context for it completely makes sense. Some of the clerics that are here waiting also would indeed be two that you're quite familiar with. Mm-hmm. Have a guest of the Rolling Thunder and Cedric Gamora, a friend of Vincent who is no longer amongst us. Mm-hmm. Did his girlfriend die too? Feldra? Yeah. No. no she is, yeah. She's a thrashk. She is Thrash. She is mm-hmm. his daughter. Am I saying that right? Yep. Thrash. Yeah. Thrash. Thrash. These individuals that you see, some new faces to the Matrix Patriarch, some old, and of course, Elspeth. He is there. But not but standing back. amongst them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is Brevin's son, who would have been patriarch. Um, but you guys, uh, <clears throat> you've got to aim at him to, 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 to live. Yes, save to save. He two fireflies from which wagon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and didn't stab Lady whatever he wants to forget. Lustral, Lustral Dwarf. Such a fucked up mother. Like what the. Why is he doing that? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Did I say he was doing that? No, no. I, I misinterpreted it. Oh, yes. It was, it was clearly the Hobgoblin. Ah, yes, he yeah. was my friend that got him, but it was like, hey! Well, we, we've seen how very clear things. Okay, so you so you guys are going up ignoring the imp. Yes. Okay, well, Josh, where's the imp? Motherfuckers! <laughs> okay. Well, we said we are going toward the imp. Where do you, So you're standing by Elkaris over here. Where is our queen? Oh, nice. Queen. I'll go grab a couple more. Just so it's good to have a visual. Nice. 
queen would be standing here, not ascending the steps yet, but indeed turning and looking and smiling at folk. Avlok will be here on one side, Eklund on this side, and uh, yeah, Vanya would be standing next to him. So where, where would you two like to be? Here? If that's acceptable. I'm assuming there's other people on this thing in the room, or no? Um, no. Most of them are back here. Oh. Are, which, which, which is is fine. Most <laughs> yeah, of them are, are in like... the back, sort of <clears throat> in this semicircle. One, two. Yeah, I guess maybe back over here, because the other dragon marks are like here, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll just take a little post up right back there. And I'm going to squeak Ashra, like, kind of over here, assuming where that's where Elspeth is going to roughly be going toward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and her other, um, the general, the marshal, the mm-hmm. weapon mass master, w- would actually be standing in this sort of be behind us. But it's not uncouth to stand amongst this. Okay. If yeah, yeah. If, if theoretically you want to, it's totally that I fine to, yeah. to, to to do that. It's just the other one hundred twenty. Whatever giant so. magic blast is coming this way, I would like to to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? We already have Dedunneth here. <laughs> we know that man is powerful. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a brick he's a, house. Yep. Can't knock him down. There's also a number of of royal advisors with her um ladies in waiting that will pick up her train and sort of uh, bundle it up, it up a bit, carry that, and fix anything that needs to, needs to be fixed magically or otherwise. There's some attendance here as well to the place. There's more um, armored and armed guards, paladins, you, you think, standing amongst here. Um, the place is quite well guarded, including the 120 or so noble folk over here and, and those of the um, counselors and whatnot. The sanctuary of, of Dolara itself is a peaceful place with marked graves the most honored paladins and clerics that died in the line of duty. The late King Eshkevron's tombstone is amongst them now in the back because the, the oldest would be further back. These, as you come close and you see these, they're so weathered, so ancient, you can hardly make other names whatsoever. Further back, as you were walking, there was one grave in particular that was more um, dressed, more gussied, um, gussied up a bit with, with, with flowers and the Valdemar crest, and that is the one that you take it is for King Ashkevron. Mm-hmm. Um, the other is not being disrespectful to them, simply being, uh, and again, it's not. these are not all kings and queens, they're just honored holy warriors that have died in line badly to be explained to you previously that um, all the graves contain at most an urn of bashes or just a body part or an simply an, an item of significance if their bodies could not be recovered in some way shape or form it is extremely deliberate even in this holy place that there is no skeletons within these graves they are smaller plots. Holy as it may, there is a feeling of literal holy, like a hallowed feeling to this land here. Mm-hmm. Um, even so, 
this would have been expressed to you previously. We're going to be surrounded by graves, but don't worry, there's not going to be an uprising of undead. Perfect! <laughs> literally impossible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything you guys want to do in particular in the couple minutes before coronation begins? Mm, not necessarily. I would just be keeping an eye out. Makes sense. Yeah. Looking all around. Exactly so. <coughs> Imagine Ash was just kind of like nubbling on one of these like uh, lily pads. One of the attendants are like. I'll spell I'll spell the ghost. <laughs> she, she, she looks at you and winks. I would cast Augury if it's if it's like a minute of downtime, because mm-hmm. that's all it takes to cast that. Mm-hmm. To just ask if I stand there, your eyes mm-hmm. kind of open but unfocused a bit as you're focusing on that. Okay. To just ask like if us watching this coronation and going on is is gonna go all right? Should we expect any trouble? No physical manifestation happens. But you do get a general sense from within within you, not from a particular spirit. It's almost as if they are having difficulty manifesting here in such a mundane way. Mm -hmm. But you get a general sensation from almost all of them of wheel. This is, you are doing a good thing. Hi, uh, right, you bitch. There we go. Normally, this coronation would take place within the, the royal palace, and all would be invited within. But logically, the palace has been sealed tight over these last days, and it is instead here. No expense is spared fixing up the place, though this sanctuary was minorly touched, except for two tombstones that did fall from the general rumbling and were not erected again. It's never happened before, so they're taking it as Dolora's will, whatever that means. The regular pomp and circumstance of this place is this, this, um, not the place, sorry, the place is very, very subdued. Regular pomp circumstance of a coronation is very subdued, considering that's the circumstances. Serenade and colors and flags bedeck everything, but no trumpets sound triumphantly. Every member of the sovereign host you walk past was portrayed in statues, vast tapestries showing their victories over the Dark Six, the regrowth of the world, planting seeds in fields, carving castles from rock. The skies are overcast with gray clouds that mostly obscure the, the midday sun, but it always seems like a, a, a ray or two are able to shine in and be amplified onto the statue here. It is always shining. There are no um, rain call callers nor dragon shards left in the storm spires to clear the sky. Perhaps that's more fitting in its, its own way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These doors open and all become quiet. There's a few hush, 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 hush. It's starting, it's starting, it's starting. And a fake figure steps forth with several clerics in tow, 
and Mila walks it down. It is indeed the aspect of the soul. Steps down along this way with his staff in, in hand. Elspeth drops to a knee before him, as all do here, even in the back. He steps forth and takes the book and turns. Rise, my friends. None of you should be bowing to me this day, for I am new even to this, though I have been in this city for many, many years. A member, an esteemed member of the Palinaeum, high priest of the esoteric order of Arion, and now the aspect of the soul, an honor I never did expect to receive. And under the unfortunate circumstances, I wish I never had. Alas, here we are this day. And because of those unforeseen, unfortunate circumstances, we cannot crown our new sovereign with laurels and trumpets and song and feast. But instead with the somnity that it requires at this time reaches a hand out to Elspeth, who steps forward and takes it, though apparently ready with her sword. <laughs> she takes his hand and he invites her up I'm into... watching you. <laughs> takes his hand right off. <laughs> he takes her hand up into the, the platform up there, just four or five steps up. He smiles at her. There's something a bit off about this in with his golden eyes, the sort of, of scars mm-hmm. that he has on his face, those white, those blue robes that seem to seem to, to flutter. But he speaks well, and people tend to trust him, to believe in him. The Elspeth looks quite nervous. She smiles, putting on her guise. You can hear sound from outside. Slight, though. Very, very attenuated. Almost more like it's reverberations through the ground itself. If you change perspective outside, which none of you stayed, so I won't go into it in depth. If you change perspective outside, you would see that Plumber Dirge has taken the very to the very top step. 15,000 commoners beneath him, filling these stairs. And in his hand he has a brass wand with a with a wooden handle and the end of it like a like a trumpeted sort of thing, almost like a graphophone. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a record player. And he kinda of shakes it and looks at someone. And behind him there's there's the the line now of twelve guards, all full plate, all city watch, all with pole arms. They don't respond to him, and then one of them just points to the button, and he, he hits it. My friends, and there's that <laughs> sort of sound. <laughs> My friends, and as he speaks, it is broadcasting his voice through that. Simultaneous to this, you see as 
um, the aspect of, of the soul prepared to deduce as one of his own and begins to speak to the crowd as I should say did this before um, and his is perfect pristine sound whereas dirge's is like almost here and there poor microphone speakers perhaps you've already heard dirge's sermons so I will not redo that here but he does talk about how this simple little implement costs 50 gold. He blessedly got it for, for free from a kind donator. But imagine that, 50 gold for this old thing here. A screeches, like a wagon wheel through the muck. What could you do for, for 50 gold? I, I, buy, a, I buy a house, a house. There, there you go. And what would you do with 50 gold? And he goes on. His sermon does the usual thing where he's talking about the, the inequality, the fact that he's sick and tired of those who have coin saying, well, simply work harder for it. If you worked hard, you'd be in our, in our position, really. They all laugh, jeer, and spit. Do you think that, that those wearing their slippers and their velvet are all working as hard even a hundredth as hard as any man, woman, or child here today? No. But due to the sanctuary spell that's protecting you in many ways, you cannot really hear that. You just kind of hear the reverberations of feet stamping and unified shells kind of mm. sort of thing. But mostly what you hear is the aspect of the soul saying his speeches, reading from his book, words that have been read many times before, a prayer to Dolara, sovereign of sun and sacrifice. It is Dolara's sunlight that allows Boldre, uh, uh, or that, uh, that gives the light to Arwe's um, harvest, which then fuels Aladra's feasts, which then leads to community and home and hearth of, of Boldre. He just talks about how the sovereigns as a, as a whole are all one whole. Again, for sake of time, you guys know. No, 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 asleep on me. Mm-hmm. Goes through this whole <laughs> spiel. And then this hands is, it. This is music. Yeah. <laughs> it's chill. It's nice. It's nice. And then hands it to mm-hmm. Elspeth. Elspeth says a few words here and there. She speaks for a brief time about her, her mother and father and the peace they sought throughout their lives, even during this time of war. After a few minutes, her blue eyes are shimmering with tears, but she holds her head high as she finishes. Mother would say, nothing is more terrible than war, Elspeth, and we should not seek it. But when it comes, it is rarely better to hide. My father would tell me all people who fight believe that they are on the right side. For any man can find justification in his own actions. Wars are therefore not won by what is right or just. In the end, they are won by those with unwavering convictions. I never believed either of them. My mother was wise, but not so strong. My father strong, but 
not so wise, at least not off the battlefield. And my training had led me to all sorts of convictions. Follow the will of the sovereigns, follow my own heart, lead with love, rule with absolute power. But now I think I understand. Mother was right. We should not seek war, but we should not shirk from it when it comes knocking. And Father was right. We should all know our own unwavering convictions before we answer that door. The enemy has been knocking on our door for a decade now. And just threw a stone through all our windows. But our conviction is our foundation, and the foundation must remain strong. As long as we do not sink into the mire of despair, we will rebuild from the ground up. I have found my own belief and will work tirelessly to bring the court city back together as one people, seeking agreement and finding compromise of not only the, the dragon-marked families, not only the 60, not only those within this room, this pavilion of the host, but all those outside right now, their voices we cannot hear, but we can feel their hearts beating through our feet, through these stone. <clears throat> Only then will our foundation be strong enough to build more, reaching back out to our neighbors and fixing the torn alliances. Only then will we, will our doors, walls, and windows be strong enough to stave off the enemy's knocking. Only then will we have the strength as one people, to throw open the door on our terms and charge outward to meet our foes, no matter where they are in the world. Only then will we test our convictions against theirs. And knowing that there is no right nor wrong, simply know that we must win. These steps would normally take us years to accomplish, especially with the losses that we've incurred at every level lately. We do not have the luxury of time. My conviction is that we will all see eye to eye, rebuild, and be one people again by the next son's blessing. This is my promise to you as Queen Elspeth Valdemar of Sermonea and I will not let you down. I wish I was to become queen in a time of peace. But the fates have aligned that I am one in a time of war. Her eyes begin to glow. And a halo appears above her. And her back ripples and white wings come out. Her white dress burning up as blue comes across it and an armor and she lifts up off and people are like <laughs> exactly that, that, that <laughs> <laughs> and she and floats sword in hand shield in the in the other and then she drops the sword and hits the ground <laughs> She drops the shield and it clangs. And she settles back down, her arms, her arms outstretched. 
and it's striking how much like the image here she was in that moment. People look upon in awe. Vaniel more than any. And uh, Elkris says to you, was this part scripted? No, no, I'm just the voice. I ran across that. <laughs> You're the what now? Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk later. But sweet. There is a silence. As Elspeth's feet land, and she speaks more. And you all can't help but look upon her in almost literal awe. Seemingly a reflection of Dolora herself, though with only one set of wings. Let's not brag here. But dropping the sword and shield to show I may be ready for war, but I am a queen with open hands. There's a smattering of applause, as there would be as she speaks a few more words and then takes a step down and down the aspect of the soul, lifting a crown from the side and bring it over and behind her, speaking words to all. You you notice as Eklund is looking around carefully, his eyes are luminescent blue, similar to his true seeing spell you've seen before. Likewise, Elkaris takes a moment to produce a stomper and Well, if everybody's doing it, I'm gonna cast Detect Poison. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Rage. Detect no poison. <laughs> Good. At all. I keep that up. Outside is Dirge speaking his heart out, truly. This unfairness cannot last, cannot go forever. But we will not be the ones to lift our swords none to lift and back inside the crown begins to de- to descend upon Elspeth's head the place shifts in perspective ever so slightly but no not the place the statue itself a halo <laughs> appears the place seemingly to go dark, but only in comparison. And the statue moves and speaks. You will not be queen, the voice says. Loud enough for all to look, the crown stopping, all turning. You are weak, girl. The Sovereign of Sun and Sacrifice does not recognize you this day. 
you cannot even protect your own people. The Valdemar line is at an end of power, and outside, Dirge, reaching the crescendo of his speech. Their members have promised us peace and prosperity. They have led us to a war and poverty, heedless to the platform upon which they have been elected. One of the guards steps forward. <laughs> Through him, the butt. And another guard, what are you doing? Jumps forward, grabs him. As he steps the chest. <laughs> guards grab him, pull him back. Get down! What are you doing? They yell at him. I, I didn't do anything. It wasn't me. But it's too late. The people just saw a city watch crush their savior. What is it? And they rush forward. They jump upon dirge, splattering blood, but done already. And in a moment of silence outside, the only sound being the guard shouting. I didn't do it! I didn't do it! I, I couldn't! I just watched! I couldn't do it! I couldn't control! <sighs> Those who are at Dirge feeling his neck look up, and in unison there is a roar. A mighty, furious roar of the masses. The first several steps screaming aghast in horror, shouting indignant curses and advancing in a rush. I didn't, I couldn't, I, it wasn't. But the mob descends upon that city watch with fist and hammer and shovel and leather working awls. Other guards get in the way, trying to abate the flow with their pole arms held outward like barricades, but the flood and the fist strike at them instead, falling upon their plate armor like rain upon a tin roof. It takes only seconds for the information to sweep down the thousands upon thousands of onlookers, shock and rage rippling. Fast as word and rumor, and more rush up the steps. It takes hardly a breath more before the next casualty is found. As the first heavy crossbow bolt flies from a guard in the back, and strikes through the eye of a crippled man wielding his cane like a long sword. He collapses with a wheeze, but five more fill the gap, screaming and rushing now. Any city watch they can see. More twangs of crossbows find flesh. Pole arms are abandoned for short swords and knives better for the ensuing brawl. But even a well-armored, well-trained individual will succumb to an avalanche of bodies. Eventually, they've taken the entire upper platform, the pavilion itself, and are hammering upon the great golden doors and stones with all their might, their combined cries heard miles away. The more youthful and alive begin climbing tapestries, statues, vine trellises, the most adept finding tiny finger holes in the cracks in the walls, and ascend upwards to begin smashing a locked windows with bleeding fists. The holy warriors seem frozen using their magic to heal the wounded on both sides from a distance, but unable to join the fray other than to defend themselves. Can they turn their holy might to protect the people against those very people? 
Commodore Guff appears from invisible, <laughs> floating above the mayhem of the melee. Enough! He bellows even louder than Dirge had been with his wise trumpet wand, fallen to the side, but hardly any listen. He lifts both hands and he emits a flare that bursts into colorful flight of fire. Gold, silver, purple. <laughs> the image of the late queen and the symbol of Ceremonia and House of Aldemar crackling like sparks. Enough! You can all hear this through your feet as all are looking upon the statue. The visage of Dolara herself that has just manifested and denounced Elspeth. Too weak to be queen. The sound from outside can be heard even through the magic, through the very floors themselves. Elspeth is shaken. The aspect of the soul looking crown forgotten in his fingers. As Eklund says, It's an illusion! It's an illusion! It's not the real statue! It's a programmed illusion! Don't, don't believe it! Normal cast a spell magic. Mm, say fifth level. Roll a, d d roll a d20. Yeah. Add five to it. Uh, 18 plus five. Very good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. The image vanishes, crackles, and crashes, <laughs> returning to the normal form here. It's good, but not enough for the mayhem in the back now, who are now hearing this through their feet, seeing this now. I knew, I knew she was too young! She cannot be queen! She cannot be! Silence! Silence! The chaos of the outside is bleeding on in the inside. And then Eklund cocks his head. A sign that you all know quite well, but that you know very well is usually a sign. And I will be making my way up here. Mm -hmm. He says, his face losing color. Not again. And he shouts, Dirge is dead by one of the city watch. The protest has turned to a full on riot. There are further dead on both sides. They are trying to break through the doors and windows as we speak. Daniel's face, furious, and shouts to all, The coronation is over! You have your new queen! But the folk outside do not want this to transpire and are charging this place with all their fervor. The statue was a falsehood, placed by our enemies. But we must be away immediately. Come! Lucatesrian Arinyas, aspect of the soul. Come! He thaumaturges his voice. We can exit further within the pavilion and find protection there. Quentin de Larandar stands and sh er, he's already standing. Shrieks. We aren't all corralling into a slaughter box again. That's precisely what happened last time. Daniel bellows. Choose your own path then! The door to the sanctuary is barricaded, pointing this way, and the protective spell will remain for a few hours more. But the exit that the aspect of the soul will take will only remain open a few minutes before it is before it must too be barricaded from the other side. To those closer to 
I'll spiff all of you here, including the weapons of everybody here visible. He says, protect my sister at all costs. We go through th that door. Then, Avalok, I want you to teleport with her and only those you trust more than any here. Somewhere safe. Don't even tell me where. Don't speak it aloud. She cannot stay here and we must separate from the other aspects. I will stay to make sure the nobles and dragon marks do not feel that they are abandoned. If I can broker a shred of peace with those outside, I will. Eklund nods. The others nod, all swords being drawn, bows, crossbows, at the, the, the ready. Your space still, safety, relative peace. What do you all do? And no one's gonna come over to Earth and Annie. I'm gonna mm -hmm. be going to her, so I'm not gonna be over there. Yep, that's fine. I'll come by. Yeah, I mean, if that's if the mm -hmm. queen is going through the mm -hmm. tunnel, that's yeah, we can go. I do on the same way. Okay. And I'll say go. too, before we like go through, I'll say to Eckhart, do you still have true sight on? I do. Okay. And I am going to touch Elspeth, and I'm going to cast invisibility on both her and myself. Okay. Eklund sees it happen nods at you. Others say, Whoa, whoa, where is she? Where's the princess? Then you'll like looks up as though that's not what I said. Eklund says, It's fine, Vivaniel, all. It is it is fine. Your your plan was was good. We'll follow your your lead. He looks at the aspect of the soul, if you will. turns, steps across the bridge, and comes up. Others flooding in line. The guards, her crowns, guard, holding them, holding them back. We're just gonna leave us, us here? Wait your turn! The crowns guard says. As you are all mm -hmm. up. I would tug on his sleeve and tell him to come back. He says, no, it's fine. Go. I should stay. Go. If you die, I'll kill you. I'll be fine. Should I stay here? Hmm? Should I stay here? I can bar the doors. I'll leave that up to Earth. He's the commander. <laughs> well, last time we had an attack like this on the ground, it was coordinated enough that the initial threat was not the real threat, so I'd rather have you with us. Alright. Okay. You all step through the doors as they're open, led by the aspect of the soul. You exit through that curtain of gray fog, down the hallway a bit, just enough for others, the dragon marks too. Indeed, you actually see Elkris coming through and he nods at you as you, you know. I'm invisible. That's why I had to tug on his You're right. sleeve. You're right, you are invisible. Avlok says, he looks around, astute eyes. He takes Elspeth's hand, or can't see him. Um, mm -hmm. Eckler, can you see? Yes. Take Elspeth's hand and Anextor, yes, if, if she is here, you too, with me. Crown's guard step toward and goes, no. 
back up five steps. But we, Manuel says, LISTEN TO HIM! They all back up. Ablock. His magic encompasses one, two, three, himself, Elspeth. And Eklund, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm missing one. And... Just like that, the chaos is gone. You appear. <laughs> grass under your feet. Pleasant smells in the air of flowers and vegetables. <laughs> A goat. A small cabin, stone and wood behind you. You hear the slight babbling of a, a stream. And there's a figure chopping wood outside. Five shirtless, sweating. Shortish hair, but coming down with sweat. Um, as the pale fig figure just looks shocked. Avalok says, I'm sorry, Stefan. I couldn't think of anywhere else to go. I was safe in the short time. Okay. Elspeth and Xari, are you still here? Yes. You can become visible now. I will drop concentration. <laughs> Stefan sees Elspeth. It's been, it's been so so long, and he comes forward, and she just has white face, and it's like, Stefan, that's it's good to see you as well. He sees the faces, looks at all your faces. What is going on inside? If you if you wouldn't mind, of course, of course. Stefan leads you inside. A single bedroom. A single washroom, a single table, a couch, a hearth. A small, simple furniture here. Apparently a man who, who lives alone. Though enough space for, for two, perhaps. Throughout the course of the next several minutes, you all learn this individual is indeed Daniel's friend, close friend, Stefan, who you've heard about in stories and as such and Avalok will not tell you where you are precisely simply that this is a safe place where he lives and Vaniel visits when he can so I'll ask where's Vaniel why are you all here why are we here we should be going back we are tasked with the safety of the princess the queen Avalok says, I could take us to the palace, and perhaps that would be the safest. We could enter through the palace into Castle Sesev. The throne room has been... None have been passing in and out, but I didn't know if it was safer to be be within stone walls, within stone walls, within stone walls, if it was safer to be away entirely. 
other way entirely. Well, Her Majesty's safety is not our only concern. The city's tearing itself apart right now. Why? We can get back via Norwin. What to do? What you choose? I'm not here. I'm not here to keep you here. Eklund says, "Our job, our prerogative, above all else, is to keep Elspeth safe." Despite the fact that there were many angry folk there, it's unlikely that they're going to do more than property damage and the unfortunate loss of, of life on both sides, but. This is not the uprising that will quash the, the, the crown. And of those who were stuck in the temple? There, Avalok will say, there are backdoor ways to, to escape. I, I would imagine that many of them had means of teleportation as well in their own protection. And even so, there are places within the temple that are, are very safe. Granted, that's what we thought previously as well. But we can't teleport all of them to, cat, to cabins and pastures. So an illusion that denounces <coughs> the queen happens the same time a riot is sparked. Unlikely. And how close do you have to be to create that illusion? I would imagine that Aren't there some magics you can set up ahead of time? It sounds like programmed. Eklund says, I imperceptible even to troop sight until it triggers. But once it was there, it was very clear the statue itself was not glowing the halo. Everything was illusory, but so it was set to go off when they were lowering the crown on her head. Does a basic detect magic not pick this up? It says imperceptible. So this one have gone off regardless, even if we weren't there. Depends on what the trigger was. If if it was as as you said, the crown, saying, the crown on the statue lit up at the same time they were lowering the crown. I don't. Nah, these things in there. And would the magic be cast on the crown or on the statue? The statue, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the statue. So a very specific trigger. Is this where the coronation always happens? No, but it was known it would be be here for several days. And who decided that? Elspeth and, and, and others, but it was known, it was announced, obviously, that the folk had to know where to go. And who's been allowed in or out? Prior to... Avalok set up the private sanctum spell when, he says, yesterday night. It lasts 24 hours. I can't extend it beyond that. Not just teleportation. It's not necessarily walking in and out. No. Who knows how long this... Do you know how long this illusion can last? Once programmed? Yeah, there you go. Indefinitely. Could have set it up the moment it was announced. Could have set it up before the king and queen were killed. It's the same that. It's the same trick that that happened at the the door of the ballroom. Yeah. That made it seem as though you could not escape unless you walk into some void. It was all a trick set up in advance, imperceptible. So it very well could have been set up ahead of time to continue the chaos. Yeah, well, some chucklefucker seems to have some very powerful illusions at their disposal and is still milling about. 
Mm-hmm. I worry if that's even remotely true. It means whoever suggested this place, because Elizabeth did decide, they might have been pushing for it for that reason. And that's someone we should be aware of. I do have a strong suspicion, the one in the ballroom, that the summit was, with all due respect, your majesty, the Queen Mother. That would make sense. I doubt it was this time, though. No. No, I... I, Elspeth says, I believe you, but it was completely my own decision to go here. More than likely then, when it was announced, nobody fed that information to me. I mean, Eklund and I and my brother talked about it, but if we begin to to suspect them after all this... So then who would have the ability? Folk can walk in and out. It could be a, a holy person. It could be somebody... Anybody. This couldn't just be a common folk, though. It would have to be someone But they'd be disguised as so walk by, do their magic, and leave, and no one would think anything strange of someone in rags bowing before the statue and saying something. Precisely. We announced this six days ago, if I recall, so that gives five days easily that somebody... No. We kept it... We had it pretty well locked down up to three days prior. Three days. So that tightens the window slightly, but even so, it does not... <coughs> we're no closer to knowing who would. It's safe to assume that our enemy still has agents out there. What I can't understand is a city watch guard killed Dirge swiftly. Without, without mercy, and then immediately began to decry his actions. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. I'm, I'm sure positive. it was suggested or such. And he has magics that can make people do things they don't want to do. That's precisely my concern. So we don't make person. I'll get that stick. Yeah. Dominate that person could do precisely that. Both are high circles of spells. Which means there's still high circles at play. Whoever did the dominate person would need to be nearby. Nearby. So they're still there. Side. There were hundreds of thousands commoners that would have easily been able to see that individual from the top several steps. Just up the top of his head would have been enough. Any of them casting something. could have kept them away, but that would have led to a riot, likely without death. Could we bring Dirge back? Recover the body? Yes. Once the chaos calms itself, I think that would be wise. It may set a precedent, but that's worthwhile in, in this case. Elspeth nods emphatically. I don't care what it takes. We should bring him back and help help have him help us smooth the situation. Also, can we not bring back that guard or at least speak with his spirit or something to we can speak with him? <coughs> Eklund says, I don't have many sendings left within me already after all the spellcraft did done to prepare us for this day. Who are you hoping to speak with? Any there, Daniel? 
to assess not right now, but in an hour's time to assess what the gods is going on. I can do that. Thank you. I'd rather save what I have for whatever is needed. Of course. What do we know about this Luca? Luca Tedesrian Arrhenius. What's it? Ablock. Ablock says he is half elf. He is well over a hundred years old. He's been, frankly, almost in charge of the Palatinum for a very, very long, long time. Archbishop of the Esoteric Order of Orion. By myself, I'm a I'm a paladin of Orion, and he is a cleric, and a very able one, as well. And he was well vetted? Yes. After all this, there was... He has brought many back to life. He has healed many, and not just outwardly. His mind was delved. He is, the secrets that he has are those that many acolytes of Orion, or, or at least those of the, the higher levels of the esoteric order would have, but he's a cleric who seeks knowledge above all else, and has a very level, rational head on his shoulders, which we was believed would help offset the more admittedly emotional state that the aspect of the mind is in right now. Ironically, perhaps flipping there to prescribe roles, but even such, she has not yet been seen by any since the since her death happened two weeks ago. All right. We can doubt him. We can question him, and we should. But I don't know what else we could possibly ask that we haven't already vetted him. The highest orders, the aspect of the mind herself. That's amazing what it takes to throw a city into chaos. Two simple spells. Not simple. Complex. But still. It wasn't just the spells, though. The the oil's been spilled for, as Dirge has said, for years and years and years now. Why, well, yes. But it's hard to vet against everything when literally anything could happen like this. Stefan says, How about some milk, some oats? And we relax a bit here. I know this is a lot, obviously, and I would like to know how Vaniel is doing as well, but what good is returning right now? We're fretting water right now, right? Yes. Sorry, I don't have enough chairs for you all. There's barely enough floor space, even. Okay. I have a, a, a barn and some goats for those who are so inclined. Gotcha, cool. Eklund, did you cast non-detection on Vaniel this morning? Vaniel, Elspeth, and myself, yes. You want to scry? Yes. I'm wondering who I should scry on. 
Does Elkris have a necklace? Yes. Hmm. Do we know anybody else who's there? Pretty much any of the dragon marks. True. They might have. It'd be a crap show to see if who had a necklace themselves. What about Horasco? Maybe. But she might be suspicious. And might be pretty. What are you hoping to see? The situation. Anything. The situation. Can't you. We, we can't scry on a specific. Can, can we scry on a specific place? I think that might be a thing you can do. Place in, in person. So you can just scry right outside the door. Mm-hmm. Then I have to pull out my scry and I. Get some information. Yeah, a place does not, not need a save. You want to scry outside the big door to the pavilion? Mm-hmm. You turn around? Okay. Scrying eye appears the invisible sensor, and through that fisheye sort of lens, you see still the chaos. The people pounding on the doors, the people climbing here and there. The doors have not been, been breached, though. The number of guards were insufficient to hold them back. You see blood and dead bodies on both sides. That's pretty much it. Um, but, it's a ten, ten minutes, right? Mm-hmm. You guys have only been, it's been like only like a few minutes here. Mm-hmm. You do see that a shimmering wall of light <laughs> appears in front of the door. We're buffing people. And as they hit it, their hands hit on nothing. <laughs> and you see people just fall strong wind come and push people back and you see an individual land his winged boots flaring out same boots that you've seen Guff wear though he's not no longer wearing the, the guise of Guff he's no longer wearing the guise of Morton Canaan either a different guise entirely you will all leave between his hands, golden rings begin to spin. People come toward him. And there's a blast of pure force that sends a hundred scattering back, bowling over themselves and each other. In a louder voice, you shall all leave and puts up another wall of force before them. <laughs> As you watch over the, those ten minutes, about half the people do leave. They do depart. The other half may stay, throwing their objects at the, 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 the wall ineffectually trying to get around it. The doors open up enough for guards to to come out and then close tightly again. It does look like order is being restored fairly quickly here. And by the time your scrying eye would... You get a sense that give it another hour or so and things will probably be relatively under wraps again. Thanks in no part to Guff's... uh, Magical fear and prowess that he can instill. 
does look like order is being restored. I would estimate about half have already left. And the others are leaving. Milk and goat sounds great. Yeah. Although I prefer milk and oats. Oh, is that what it was? Whatever. We can't eat my goats. That's how I get my milk. He says, putting on just a, a vest, an Aladdin-style, simple hempen vest, and opening up milk and pouring enough for people. And so, rolled up oats. And it's a very, very simple, perhaps I'd like you see a loot in the corner, a flute next to that. Some basic um, bongo drums over there on the carpet. Mm -hmm. um, clearly, these instruments uh, pass the time, perhaps. And it gives out food, glasses, and using every single piece of cutlery and bowl and glass that he has, Eklund and Vaniel turning them down. Vaniel? Sorry. Avlock. Oh. Avlock mm -hmm. will. Mm -hmm. The palace is not being assaulted, at least not on the outside. I don't see any guards more than before, though word has clearly reached them, and they are tripling the number that have already been tripled on, on the outside. I imagine the same is being done on the inside. The entire Crown's Guard force mustered already, just in case such a thing were to happen. Elspeth says, and she's got like a milk, a milk mustache and wipes it. Look, I'm no grand strategist, but if I was a betting person, I would guess that this was not intended to be the death of, of me, the death of anyone except for Dirge himself. This was just meant to be the spark, something to denounce me mm -hmm. and make the people even more angry than they already were. She looks at you and Eklund. We already knew we still had enemies within the city, whether it's our capital E enemy or our lowercase e enemy. Let's just hope we avoid dragons this time and whatever else comes. It will be okay. We will bring Dirge back and we will work on a spin and we will get the people back on your side. If the enemy can light a spark, then perhaps we can light a fire. After all, you pointed a common whore as your voice. N not a common one, for sure. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Very uncommon. She smiles a bit of levity in this moment and breaks the serious tension, the slightest amount as folks appreciate their drink, their milk, and then he goes, wait a minute. Wine? Wine? 
wine? And he goes in the cellar and comes up with, with wine. <laughs> These three usually last me a year, but I think, uh, what better occasion? I hope you don't mind some milk with your, with your wine. Uh, you can rinse some rinse out in the, um, in the barrel over there. And... I'll bring back more. After a bit of time, um, Eklund will ask you to send this sending to, to Daniel. Assess the situation. I will do such. Basically ask, what's the situation? Daniel will express that they are... He is back at the palace. There is no underhanded attacks there. Nothing seems to be awry or afoot. The throne room is as well-kept as it always has been, as shut as it has been. Any illusions that may form will simply be that. It has been thoroughly scrubbed for glyphs of warding and symbols that could be of any sort of traps. The doors are sealed shut and such. He says he believes it is safe to return to the palace. If you believe it's safe. I will have told him we were with Stefan, too, in that message. He will not have reacted to, to that. He says it's safe for us to return if we feel it's safe. Elspeth looks eager to return, but will open and close her mouth and then look at you two and Avalok and Eklund. Avalok says, I can do it. That is trivial. I thought it was stupid to come to this fucking farm in the first place. So, I'm ready to go whenever you guys are. I like to visit farms. And it was very lovely. Thank you. I know it's not... I know this was probably not the place you wanted to go, Stefan says, and Avalok says, blame me if, if you will, and I'm sure that you already do. My first instinct was to go back to the palace, and now in hindsight... I should have. My apologies. We didn't know if it was a trap. As long as this place is safe. Eklund casts ascending. Okay. I will bring us back. He pulls up. <laughs> One second here while we're out in nature. I'm just gonna go out and stretch my legs for a moment. Okay. No one's gonna. gonna go fuck a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any trees around? Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna discuss ahead a few while I'm pretending to relieve myself. Just so I. He just pretends to. He never actually goes. To the what path. are you going to, to do though, for real? Just familiarize myself with some ah, trees. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got just casting some cantrips. <laughs> <laughs> I came here for free. I'm gonna make the most the of it. Yep, smart. A minute of t- t- time spent. Where Ready? The hell we are. Mm-hmm. Ready. Go. He clearly had sent a sending to one of the guards to open mm-hmm. up the, the closed um, teleporter circle outside mm-hmm. the palace, saving our last most potent spell for not wasting on, on mm-hmm. movement. And then they quickly close it back up and lock it with three locks and nod to him. Much like him saying hi to the trees, I am going to introduce myself to all of the guards. So next time Eklund can save his sending and I can do so. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will say that. There you go. Jim? Pim? Pim? Love him. Pim's your man. Pim's man. <laughs> Pim's Labyrinth? Pim Particles? Impossible. The doors stay <laughs> tightly shut, but um, you do get in that side way and into the... Ultimately, I'm being a little bit quick here because we are running low on time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am bringing us directly into the throne room. There are guards outside. But the, the only individuals inside are Vaniel and the other um, um, weapon master general and, and whatnot. And they... Um, leave when Vaniel tells them to go. And then it will just be your merry troop inside. And uh, Vaniel is more than happy to see his sister who is naturally more than happy to see see him. Avalok will also realize he does not need to be here at this time, and he will vacate as well to check on, on other things, do his own magical detections and whatnot. Guards outside, Daniel says, I have guards posted at every single door. I have alarm spells placed. None can cross through without us knowing and who better to handle anything. What in the name of all the 15 was that. Well, it's an illusion on the statue. And probably a dominate person on a guard. Something planned, something instant. Okay. So we deal with this the same way we deal with any insurrection. Mm-hmm. It looks at Elspeth. Do we quash this with overwhelming force? She goes, no. Those people were doing what they did because they thought it was the right thing. They saw a city watch member kill Plumber Dirge. I will not take out our anger, righteous as it may seem, upon them. You're right, brother. We will handle this the way we handle many issues. We will rely on the friends that we have. And we will get to the bottom of whatever black worms are within our city. He nods and he looks at at you. (laughs) And that one. Imagine the Midani house. I will, I believe they did their job very well during this. There's no way to assess this illusion. There's no way to assess if one is going to be dressed up as a beggar and cast a spell on a... We will need to root this out, Anaxoria. It will be done. Voice of the Crown, as you may be, we may need your other skills first. I've been craving a necklace of finger bones. 
That does not change the matter for you, though. Or file. Every part of me wants to make this the moment when the Sword of the Crown makes his debut. But my sister is right. It is not the right time. There's still a war being done, and I believe the, the enemy is this is precisely what they want. If they are even behind this, they want us to focus our efforts here and lower our view onto the city. We, we will need your strength. We will need your orc strength. We will also need to make sure that the realm knows that the court is strong. And that means partially dealing with the rats in our own home, dealing with the, 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 the rats outside of, of our home within our, our borders, and training what they call rats to make sure that they are not. I would rather see your people strong and assets to the people of Sermonea. So where does that leave us? It leaves us with a, with a few days to figure out what in the gods we're doing. But I don't believe that this. If we stop doing everything, everything else, because of this, then we're falling directly into their hand. If it even is them, they, who, who do we think is behind this? I can't imagine Plummeter Dredge would want himself to be killed, stomped, and mutilated even for his cause. It seemed to do the exact opposite of what he was preaching before and during. We believe this to be the work of the enemy out east. Maybe. Who the fuck knows with the politics of the court city? It's true. Yep. Could have been anybody, but... Could have been a new patriarch or matriarch looking to gain more power and put the power away from the monarchy. Could have been one of the 60. But Could it is. Been. Could have been one of your aspects. Yep. But it is eerily similar to what happened at the gala. It is. Whatever that was called. Summit. At least in terms of that one spell in particular really just fucking shit up. So. If they know what's going to happen, they can kind of control the situation. Mm-hmm. Which makes it difficult to, unless you spread information and then change it immediately, make the program incompatible. But, yeah, I can only dispel something so fast. You did a terrific job. But it was not an easy task. I was lucky I did not power enough energy into that and that was one of my higher ones so this is not a normal person we're dealing with whoever is here is powerful so if you're going to root out rats you better bring one hell of a mallet
quack, Mr. J. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Copyright DC, don't sue me. <laughs> Just a letter. Norman that sees first, simply based on luck of positioning. Mm-hmm. You look over Elspeth's head past Daniel, mm-hmm. and you see a figure sitting on the throne. Company. A man with robes of jet black open sleeves hanging from wrists that rest lazily on the arms. Sandaled foot crossed over the other knee and a breastplate of jangling golden segments. A wide straw conical hat at his head that blocks his eyes from view. Though his self-assured smile is and for a moment your vision in one eye fails and you find yourself clenching. You grab it instinctively as a memory. The final vision of the course salutar flickers. Others turn as they see. Daniel standing before Elspeth, holy avenger drawn, it's light staving off. Let's see if you get the queen out of here if you can. The crow stands from the throne and looks at the vaulted ceilings and tapestries wistfully before slowly making his way toward the curved steps that lead downward. I love what you've done with the place, he says as casually as a neighbor opining about the weather. Though it has been many, many years, since I've stepped foot in this place, it feels like it's changed entirely. Daniel says, Who are you, and how did you get within? Careful. That's the crow. Capital E. He sweeps his hat off in a bow. As he stands, he reveals his full face and drops the hat, which, without a sound, hits the floor and is gone. No puff, just gone, like it sunk through, like it wasn't even there, soundless. 
Likewise, as he begins to slowly descend the steps, his feet are silent. Please, relax, relax. I'm not here to hurt anyone. Even if I wanted to, I couldn't. Likewise, you cannot hurt me. Strike me and I'll fade like a popped soap bubble. But I am likewise as harmless to you all. I am here merely to talk. To share some words. To make an offer. A deal, really. One that could handsomely benefit you, in fact. Daniel looks like he doesn't have the words as he simply pushes Elspeth back kind of between you guys. So there's many more in between you all. I would be following so I can be within touching distance of her. First, congratulations are in order to your new sovereign, Queen Elspeth. The second, if I'm not mistaken. My condolences, by the way, for the circumstances of your rapid appointment. So hmm. young. And both your mother and father lost on the same day? Tragic. Mm -hmm. I come to offer you the one thing that only I can as a gesture of goodwill. He's arrived here and stands before you, hands on his hips, head cocked. As he rubs a hand through his hair and lets it fall. And you do indeed see that piece of parchment across your shoulders. Hmm. Just one. Just one's all you see. Peace. For a time, of course, so perhaps a truce would be more appropriate, more accurate. From what I hear, you could all use the break from the toils of war, especially when it sounds like you have your own internal bloodshed to contend with. And in return, I will ask you for only one thing. You took something from a certain overzealous hobgoblin during that unfortunate attack that took place two weeks ago. And yes, I'll admit I may have had a thing or two to do with it. A thing or two. This is kind of uh, depends on if it's been an hour. Yeah, yeah, we spent a few hours at the farm. Then yes. Mm-hmm. But in hindsight, I am only filled with regrets for the whole affair. Sincerely, I would much prefer to rewind time and not have engaged in the whole thing. But alas, that is beyond even my power. And he'll take one step down, a second, and then sit his tukus on the top step. Smith just looks as he's direct, he's talking to her. She looks at you. Please, hear my voice. You know this better than any. 
you three know him. He'll, she'll say, you three know him better than any. And she'll jut her chin forward for you as Eklund will take your place next to her as her protective element. After all, you are the three players, not, mm-hmm. not me. I'm afraid if you want the hobgoblin's body, we don't have it. Oh, I don't need that. No, no interest in that. Don't need that if I even wanted it. I'm afraid we don't know what item you're speaking of. Make a deception check. Ooh, not good. Uh, 11. Wow, that is not good. We have a He smiles at me. 11? Oh yeah, because you're only one point something about her. Yeah. He smiles. Strike one. Your peace sounds an awful lot like submission. And your regret sounds only like one-sided. And the truce seems a small deal on our end. Well, so you want more? Mm. Is that what you're saying? Sure. What more do you have to offer? We haven't even gotten to the terms of the truce, much less. And plus, you don't have the the object, right? I want to hear you admit that you know exactly what I'm referring to. What is he actually asking about? Not everyone in this room knows exactly what you're speaking of. Good. Let's keep it in high-level terms. Those who do know of it can speak, and those who don't can stay quiet. You took one from our friend, it seemed only fair that we took one back. Fair, fair, fair. <coughs> Your friend. Oh, yes. I ah. He looks to you three intently and says, You're the little mice that have been leading their crumbs throughout these many months, aren't you? You seem to know us when we had not even met. No, don't, don't flatter yourself. I didn't know a thing of you. More recently, that's changed, perhaps. I know where you were only a few days prior. And I tied the, the loose ends together that you were involved with the crown. But now I see that you are directly involved, if you know of what I speak. So, fair isn't what's being spoken about right now. I will offer you six months of peace. A truce that none, goblinoid, barbarian, eastern, or whatever you call it, will step foot into the West. We will vacate the sovereign steps, even. You can even have back your shitty cities, Harhagen, Sarhagen, I don't pretend to remember all their names now. Six months to 
Rest? Recuperate? Rebuild? That sounds a mighty good deal to me, does it not? That goes both ways. Does it? Please. I can share my proverbial stage. Well, if we get to rest, you get to rest. Your forces get to reassemble as much as ours. You can plant more seeds wherever you wish. Which is very true because if you really thought you could win this thing in one fell swoop, I mean, wouldn't you already have? Oh, please do. But I am curious of what you are really after. I doubt it's land, people, something more. Power, divinity. My, my. We've all had your, your words. We've been stewing upon this in, in your minds, haven't you? My offer wasn't enough, you said. You didn't even know what it was. You're asking questions that you've no right to ask. And you're all pointing out a fair point. I suffered losses as well, did I not? We can all be adults here. Sometimes I have to bring myself away from treating all like they are children stumbling in the dark. So, yes, you've injured me. I may not want her body back, but it was a mild loss. Not one that I've not already corrected, though. Although we both know that will take some time. Ah, already done. Mind flares, though. Those Alhoun. That hurt a bit more. Well done. Well done, <coughs> I will say. Were you three involved in that as well? I know you were on the, the ship, so I assume that you were. Hard to keep track of how many dogs of yours we've killed. And yet there's one bitch still running around. Mm, she's been licking her wounds lately, though, I hear. Shandala mm. <laughs> would be more than happy to, to meet you again. If that's what you desire. But again, I'm offering peace. I'm admitting to you that you did sting me. I'm getting over it, quickly. I'm not asking you for much, just asking you to return one item, one object, and you can have six months of rest, of peace. And yes, you're right, I will get the same, but trust me when I say that you need it more than me. Perhaps, but how much more will we need it if you have another of what you already have? Fine, so then we get to your point. You want more. Look, 
I harbor regret for the, the whole nasty <coughs> affair. I didn't retrieve what I hoped to, and I lost something I'd become quite fond of. But make no mistake, the Eastern War Host is as powerful as ever. They are surely not without leadership. And they will march upon your diminishing forces with all their might. But first, I'll wait a few weeks as more and more of the dragon-marked families pull out their brethren out of fear. The caravans divert resources to less dangerous pathways because coin always speaks more than honor. The soldiers continue to desert and defect one by one. By the time my barbarians attack, you'll already have killed yourselves. Not to mention the sundering of your little pact with the other nations. But if you want more, I can offer you shrewd W. What is it? How much peace and time to recuperate and realign yourselves is worth one little item? Do you crave forgotten information? Truths lost to time? Do you miss your mother, Elspeth? I can bring her back. Or even better, I can give you the diamonds to do it yourself. They did belong to you at first, after all. And I do have plans to use them, but I suppose I can just find more elsewhere eventually. Time means nothing to me, my young friends. So time is on my side, not yours. So what do you want? Five hundred years. Time means nothing to you. My. So enough time for everyone I know and love to die. If it means nothing to you, then what does that mean? Oof, that is the most selfish, selfless thing I've ever heard. How, how brave. An Exoria, is it? Mm -hmm. Of the Dome of the Starry Lady? Correct. Shandala told me that Mother Superior is doing well. Tired, though. Yeah, it's funny. Mother Superior didn't say the same thing of Shandala. Oh, a few scratches here and there. And that's where you count your victories? No, I count them once I have her head in my bedroom. 500 years is far. Far too much. Because time does mean something to your kind. And you're all as tenacious as rats. So no. Nine months, I will give. Enough, enough for you to get knocked up and birth something into this world. Ooh. Isn't that poetic? No, thank you. I'm, I'm not offering. Well, I wouldn't accept. Nine months of peace. Two years, Elspeth says from behind. Two years of peace. That's the minimum we will allow. As Annie, Annie, sorry, as the voice of the crown says, time means nothing to you, so two measly years 
Must be a blink. My cat found her voice. Well. One year. One year. And the deal is that none of your folk cross eastward. It's big. You can have the sovereign steps. Do not leave them. My forces will withdraw. Yours will do the same. I suggest you would send word immediately because I will give you one month to vacate them. No bloodshed. And one year total from this day of peace. I need is that one thing back. <laughs> Something funny, Master Dwarf? Oh, I just love watching you beg. But I'm having a really hard time fighting the urge to kill you. And I want to know why. Why what? Why do I want to kill you so badly? Perhaps one day we'll meet in person, and I can answer that question. <sighs> Little red wisps begin to come up from your mouth and your, your, your eyes as capillaries begin to. It is a rage unlike any you felt before. You are in complete control, but you are essentially raging. You're seething. Your five foot five form <laughs> is is I'm ready. steaming <clears throat> with this. Vanna says her file careful. But you don't feel the, the rage. You feel unequivocal purpose. And deep within you an ancient dwarvish you hear, but you can understand it, you hear. Is one of them. I can smell him even through his projection. His false form. So what else? One year of peace, not enough? Diamonds? Sure. Knowledge? I could ship you some gold. Some sapphires, some maggots, some emeralds. But I imagine wealth is not of interest to you. It isn't to me either, but it is useful. The difference between us is you all care about and you all have all these individual people that you need to corral. All these dragon marks and they're so frightened of death now and their family lines becoming 
squished. They're already pulling back their forces from the eastern lines. As I said, in a month you can either all retreat and have peace for a year, or in a month I will sweep through and destroy them all. But it's not just that. Even within your own ranks, I may or may not have had something to, to do with whatever happened there. News has not quite reached me yet, but I think it went off okay. But I didn't plant all those seeds. Yet here you are. Taking advantage of the harvest. News seems to reach you fast. I have my eyes. You have yours too. Perhaps. So we all know that we're watching each other in some capacity. I'm just better at it. I've had a longer time. Mm. But I'm offering you, I would say, a very reasonable trade. Am I not? How long does it take to put the Oracle Lake back? Say that again? To put the Oracle Lake back? Or to put the Blight where it was. No interest in that. I know. But I'm saying that is the terms we're dealing with. Can't be done. And I'm not saying I won't. I'm saying I physically cannot. Much like how I cannot bring back your... Uh, what did you say? Your, your friend that had the other item. No. I can bring back your mother, Elspeth. Unfortunately, I cannot bring back your father. There are some things that are simply irretrievable, irreversible. Precisely. What I'm saying is that you're offering a year versus the power to remove things irreversibly. The one you have isn't even that scary. She was overzealous, foolish, young even in her age. A worthy tool, perhaps, but it was perhaps folly on my behalf to let her leave. But she opted to do it anyways while I was occupied. I seem to fail you there, huh? Eyes hmm? seemed to fail you there, huh? Sometimes a useful tool can fail. So what, at the end of this year, then we give you the item? No, you give it to me now. And no. toss it through your illusory form. We can hammer out the details of that. I imagine the same way I would send to you what, what, whatever ever you wish. You have a shipping address. So if him just waiting a year until he crushes us with whatever he's planning to do mm-hmm. is... That's what we're actually entertaining as a bargaining chip? That's what I've been trying to say. (laughs) I guess what we're trying to say is um, we will not be blackmailed by a feet-privileged 
ineffectual limp penis debutante. <laughs> you want to start a straight war with me? Go right ahead. You're going to be surprised by how ugly it gets. You don't even know my real name. I'm the fucking lizard king. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing was just set up just so you could, could say that out. I have both a carrot and a stick. I've tried the carrot. But it seems the stubborn mule must see the stick. You agree to this. You send me the, the item. I'll give you your piece. Or you don't. Get no peace. And instead, I annihilate two villages or towns within Simningen borders a month. I don't believe the stick is really worth anything until you feel it sting. He stands, closes his eyes opens them. It's that blank void with starlight that fills his form and he seems to expand the illusory form becoming a window. His own vision out somewhere. And you see in he's high up standing on an outcropping looking at a perhaps a mile away a village, perhaps even a, a town, a couple thousand people or so, a square, little curls of smoke coming up off of a number of chimneys, the evening little light shining over purples and oranges, beautiful sight. And you see his hand lift. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. And through the clouds, parts, as four meteors of rock and flame streak. And you see trails of fire and smoke behind them. And they impact. Obliterating the town square, the nearby homes, laying waste four craters, not completely raising the entire place by any means. But the open air market, as the shopkeepers were just packing up, they have time to look up, point as they are obliterated. That the church, the bell, obliterated, and the other buildings around them. Two more, the manor, a, a keep of some lowly lord, gone, obliterated in its entirety. The window shrinks back down to his form, and his eyes still have that pitch and that starlit view. As he sits back down, maintaining 
into those eyes. And you swear for a moment you can still hear those screams and those impacts and the crackling of fire and flame. That one was necessary for you to feel the sting of the stick. Your Highness, how many of those do not speak to her, Faniel says. Do not speak to the sovereign of Cicermenea. Fine, I'll ask you, Baniel Ashkavran, how many of your people will you see die? It is nothing to me to travel. It is an annoyance, it is an inconvenience to me to travel to one of your outskirts <coughs> cities, villages, and erase it. This won't help me in the in my war. No. This is simply the stick to beat the mule. So it will move in the direction I want. But I still offer you the carrot as well. I cannot undo that one, and I am sorry. But you can all prevent that happening. 24 more times. You can all prevent me from, as you, as you said, Master Dwarf, perhaps I kill you assuredly in a month from now, or perhaps you can bolster your forces and make alliances and take the reins in your own hands and in a year have a fighting chance. While whatever beats within your chest sinks further into the void. Whatever beats in my chest sinks further into the void? Sinks further into ah. the void. Sinks. Oh, young man. Even assuming I have a heart is folly. Where I come from, we don't have the luxury of care, of emotion, of time. I, once before, I had to return home. And I shan't again. <coughs> Even more cautious this time. So, the void is what beckons you all. I don't even know why you all want to live anyways. What is there for you? A day of happiness here and there wearing a pretty circlet on your head? It's all ash. You even said 500 years, so everybody that you cares about is dead? What if they're all just dead anyways? What you if they're all be able to live with them? What if they're all painlessly just gone? So it sounds like to me, either we give you this object and everyone dies anyway, or you kill two towns every month 
till we come for your ass. I have. <laughs> oh, I can see why they like you. Why you're the voice. But your pretty words won't help this time. It's not a simple matter of difference of opinion. It's a difference in scale and scope. Do you really think that what has not been done for over a millennia you can do before everything you care about is gone? Perhaps not, but we can die trying. Have you ever lost somebody you love? Yes. What if they could come back? What, for you to wipe them out again? I'm sorry, I'm just not seeing the use of you in any of this. You're all you already said. That as long as they can live happily, you can all go to the same place. Then it's worth it, isn't it? No, because there's no one in the void. It's in the name. I don't know if you've opened up a dictionary, but it doesn't say void. <laughs> the place where you see everyone you love. Easy. Book. Then... Did I did I imply that I was that, that you're all going to be lost to the, the void? Yes. Are you all going to die someday, right? You, Inevitable. Ma- Master Dwarf, even said it's either a, a month from now, a, a year from now, perhaps five hundred years from now. Your life lifespan is a fraction of 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 his. If he's lucky. You pretend like all of this matters, but then you say in one word that it doesn't, as long as you get to live happy. Well, then live happy with the time that you have, and I'm offering you that time on a platter. Not even a minimum request, is it? Does she speak for, for you all? Does nobody else have any opinions on this? I think it's funny that you're fool enough to think the more you attack us, the weaker we become. So the more you tighten your grip, the more of us are going to slip through your fingers. And when we little people stand together, you'd be surprised. I'm curious what the realm looks like once everything is succumbed to void. Do you still exist alone? Let's not worry about that. This idea that the void is coming to, to gobble you up is no better than fairy tales of goblins coming to gobble you up. That's a much more realistic concern for you all. But again, you can all live happily, you can all die, you can all go through the normal rites of passage for, for your, your kind. What I wish to do with these items is my own business. But don't worry. You'll live your full lives. But like a month... 
I can promise you that you'll live more than a month after you give this to me. Probably like a year. I promise you you'll live longer than that. Even with my power and my resources, even I have my limits. It will make me stronger, sure, but so will a nice long break for you all. I'm sure there are things you'd rather do than rush off eastward and clang swords with a bunch of smelly goblinoids and barbarians. Well, with the power of your own toy, we'll have no problem now. Do you really think you can use it? Oh, Urfile can't. Well, not me, but we've already figured out how. This is your decision. And they speak for the crown. Queen Elspeth II. Vaniel. You're okay with this. It will be known. Elspeth says to you all, like, I don't know what's going on. Vaniel, do you? He's like, just puts a hand up to her. Looks at you three. I know this thing is powerful, but this is a mighty boon. Are we looking? Is it is it worth it? I don't know. I don't understand what, what it is. I don't understand the worth of it. Are you all that self-assured that this will be worth it? Daniel, it's a miracle we ended up with the trinket we did. The lives we lost that night. The sacrifices that were made. You would spit on the corpses of your mother and father if you gave it back to him now. He looks at you and those words inflame something within him. And he grits his teeth and sets his jaw and nods to you. And if it is the queen's will, it will be her voice that has the final say. With her consults nodding to you three. And Elspeth just nods, still completely, poor girl, lost what's happening here, but seemingly shocked that what item could possibly exist that you wouldn't hand it over readily. to start making my way up towards the form. I'm going to say, so this form you're doing here can't interact with me, I can't interact with you, just pops like a bubble. Calm down. I know I know what you're, you're thinking about. A very dramatic goodbye. And I'll let you I'll let you, you, you do it. What of a different deal, then? If it's too much for you to give it to me, even with all the diamonds I took from you, your mother being returned 
spitting on their corpse, you can hug their live bodies, hers at least. It's too much to, to give it. Perhaps simply tell me where it is. I know that none of you have utilized it yet. Even if you have somehow gained some insight into it. A where, a who, would be enough. And I will give you the peace. I'll give you back essentially 24 villages. I will give you the diamonds. I will answer a question from each of you. All I have to do is tell me where it is. That way you're not sullying your own hands. I don't like the idea of giving him anything that he wants. But if y'all want time and it buys us some, it might be a good middle ground. All I'll say is that of everything that's happened, there's never been a reason for you to come speak to us. But yet here you are. Even if you're not in the flesh, that shows something. It shows that perhaps you are powerful, but there's things that you still cry for. There are still things you desire. And perhaps there is still fear within you. I do not know. different than your fear. If you could only understand what I'm trying to avoid. Then help us understand what you're trying to avoid. Without mm. big sticks and carrots, but with words. Communications. I appreciate the fact that you are at least willing to have a conversation of any report. We still know so little about you, and so little about what you are fearing here. If it is something so catastrophic that you are trying to avoid, why not let more in on it? No. I bring the catastrophe. Fear is letting all of you live. Time may mean nothing to me. I may live endless and eternal, but every single day, every single moment, I'm on this existence, the same plane as you, grates at me. But you didn't know who we are, but for a few months ago. Not just you. All of you, your incessant 
existence. But it's necessary, after all. Well, you could always go back home. Oh, that is not in the cards for me, my friend. I can promise you that. Kick you out of something. Don't want to go. Um, bad enough the last time. You'll all know Monday, maybe. Mother and father having a tizzy fit. Is this your final answer, then? We continue this war? This tiresome brigade? You can all leave here thinking that you won some great victory over a shadow that is here? I'm bored. I'm going to Eldritch Blast towards him. One attack? Three attacks, yeah. That will be a 28, a 19, and an 18. Okay. The 19 and the 18 miss. He moves his head. The other one. Now that's not, not very kind. He holds up a hand as if to catch it. And it... And he... Some goddamn peace and quiet. Well, shit. We've got work to do. Thought. Yeah. Mm, I could send in stone him to Fairy's name. You'd find that out pretty quick. Yeah, but it'd be funny. <laughs> Hilarious, yeah. Do you have the sending stone on you? I do. In your mind you hear a voice. It is his. And it's somehow even darker within your mind. Not with that jovial aspect to it. Very frank and, and matter of fact. He says, Withdraw your people, and I will do the same. One, nine months, final offer. Oh, he won't do that. Regardless of the object. Go choke on a dick and die. I'll talk to you tomorrow. No, I guess we're not having a time, time skip. Mm-hmm. Boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily true, but... Mm-hmm. What was that last deal? Uh, just take back your troops. We'll, we'll take... We might still. I just want to confer with my people beforehand. Mm-hmm. But there's no other string attached to that? Interesting. Interesting indeed. Uh, he clearly, as, as you point, pointed out, he clearly wants the scroll, mm-hmm. but he also clearly does have benefit in a peace. Peace. Yeah. But both sides would. So, what was that about dicks? Elspeth <laughs> says. It was the crow. We were chatting real quick. I have a sending stone to him. 
So what was that about Dix? Uh, he said that if we withdrew our troops within a month, he would do the same without any other stipulations. So as long as we withdraw all of our troops within a month, we get a nine-month break. But I didn't want to say yes right away, so I told him to choke on the dick. Oswald, that was a good call. Banyol, Banyol looks at you all and says, he must, in a sense, be as desperate as we are for that then. Which means I don't want to give it to him, but remember what just happened yeah. three hours prior here. And what probably just happened if that wasn't a joke. If we could push things off hypothetically for a year and a month, a year and two months, we may have someone who's able to use the item that we have. And sounds like that. On our side. There's no luxury of ours. Because the only, the longest they would have abated is a year. Which is a suspicious with the time. But given the fact that they shortened the time span, it's curious. Well, I think those are things to discuss. Perhaps it would be behooven to fill in the queen and the... Are you crown prince? Sure. With as much as we are able to, at least, about what we know these things can do. So they know what and why we were so afraid. Where is do. this thing? And Vaniel looks at, looks at you. He's like, I know if it is the... Th- what I think it is. It's, it's what you think it is. Do you have it? No. We hit it. Where? I think it's best less people know the better. I agree. Fair. It's well hidden, though? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, it's pretty hard to get to. If you could retrieve it, you could, though. Yeah, if we needed to. I think so, yeah. Yes. But you just said that in a year's time there may be an individual who could utilize it? Yes. Yes, let's converse about this more. I will. Eklund, can you get Avalok in, in here? We need to discuss with what we, we can. Any length of peace, tenuous as it may be, as mutually beneficial as it may be, if they can get our own house in order here and get the dragon marks back on our side and give us time to make alliances with Alfheim, Agerson, Scarland again, perhaps even reach out to the Valinar city-states. It's all worth it. He, I'm sure he is doubling his strength, but if we can triple ours, then we have a, a chance. Right now, we've never been weaker. Everything we've worked for in the last two weeks has been fractured. Yeah. I know it benefits him, and you all did did very. I'm not sure if I could have done the same. I don't understand what this object is. I I may have very well 
handed it over for all the things. My mother back, even that number of, of diamonds could bring back 20, 25 individuals that have been lost to us, great warriors. But your decision, I will trust, is just and the best. You're aware of the blight? I am. Two of the things that we have, two times the things we have, is all it took to create that. Of different types. Right. There must be a, a massive cost to this. One would assume. But. Are we all forgetting that he just summoned meteors from the sky and crushed the entire town? Yeah, exactly. Eklund says, that is a spell that I am aware of. One that so, so few are capable of. As terrifying as, as it is, that has been seen, that has been written about in books. I don't know if that has to do with his object or something else, but... If it's something that's written about, then that's something that can be evaded, perhaps. You see tears in Osbeth's eyes as she just says, Did, did I just condemn... 24 towns worth of people to death? No. Not if we pull our troops back from the front, Your Majesty. Which we certainly can do. Again, I can speak with him tomorrow. And if nothing else, it wasn't you, it was us. It wasn't us, it was him. If I am queen, then I cannot blame my sword, my warden, even my voice. I think it would be wise to agree to the terms or amend them if you think it's possible. I think the ones he just laid out are the most agreeable, considering he'll pull back, we pull back. Nine months. Truce. Nothing else. Might be the best we could offer. The best we could get. That would be really fun to send him after the Inquisition. I know, but my gosh. We do still want Agerstone as an ally if we can have them. <sighs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Eklund says, I am confident that that was the last thing he wanted. So take this as a victory. You may be agreeing to his, we may be agreeing to his final terms, but that was after you pushed back on what he actually decided. You didn't even tell him the name or where the object is, or whatever it is. Yeah. This is why we've tried to guard it as well as we have. Because obviously if they want it with such desperation, such fervor, the weakest of the links will break. And again, if we can wield it on our end, well, you heard the stories of the dragon roaring across the armies. Imagine that on our side, but better. The hobgoblin was weak. The person we can use is strong. Elspeth says, I, I understand all this from the aspect of pieces on a board, but when I think about the... No. If we still get that piece, tenuous as it is, 
then without giving it up, then it's worth it, obviously. Yeah, be a, a good boon. And in fact, if he, if we have somebody that can use this thing and become a dragon, apparently, and be used in the battles to come, then, and we don't lose any any lives until then, it seems like an enormous victory. Daniel says, and in that case, the question is only, why would he agree to it? Because he also has things to gain from time. Just recuperating his eastern forces seems such a... We annihilated his closest inner circle, minus one person from as far as I could tell. He's probably rebuilding his inner circle. We got rid of all of his hobgoblins, Falhoun. God, I want to kill this drow, but... Better. Are you afraid? Eklund says. He clearly knows about the dome. Have you considered that he can drop these rocks on your people? Of course I have. And you still said no to his agreement. I'm not lying when I said it sounds like either I'm choosing for us all to die now or later. Sometimes you have to take the nihilistic approach. Either way, I'm picking what time we die. So, I'm going with the off chance that we might win. There's no path forward. Elspeth says there's no path forward that we give him this thing and we don't all die? No. Even with a year? No. You heard him speak, Your Majesty. He views all life, all mortal life, as a beneath him. Pest to be dealt with, to be changed to whatever he sees fit. I want to know what it is he wants so badly. What does that life look like? What makes you that much of a shell? So by saying no, we might all die. Some of us probably will. But if I said yes, we absolutely would all die. So I'm picking hope over fear. Well, thank goodness you're my voice then. And all of you stood with Anaxaria. Seemed that you all agree wholeheartedly, so I will not question any further. I will cry, I will lament, but it seems to be the right decision. I will buy you wine, and I will speak to him in the morning. And I will cry with you. Okay. Well, if we have time, then... Then... We have time to get our own... Affairs in order. And all of you here have... Roles to take in that. And gods know I do. I don't even know. Did, did it, was I officially crowned? It never touched my head. Vaniel says, you're fucking queen. <laughs> and I will put this to anyone who questions. What if I want to be queen? Raphael, not now. <laughs> I will minor illusion a crown under her head. See, this is why you always have to be close to me. Oh. It's not real. But it won't mess up your hair. And perhaps it has a little bit less of the weight of it. Hey. Okay, I thought the wings and, and armor would be a 
good thing. But uh, hey, it would have protected you from an errant bullet. And by bullet, I do mean bolt. <laughs> <laughs> right. More conversations will clearly or bullet need to be had. Where it appears that this 